0: So many of us are looking forward to Ramadan. We're looking forward to changing our lives, uplifting our human, and so many other things. But how often is that squashed as we leave Ramadan year after year in complete disappointment? No worries. In this podcast, I'm going to tell you that getting success in Ramadan is not by chance. It is a strategy. And part of that strategy involves doing things ahead of Ramadan. Matter of fact, right now, about a month to a month and a half ahead, I'm going to tell you the four things I'm doing right now that ensure my Ramadan success every year. Hello! Assalamu alaikum! Welcome to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I am your host, Mindful Muslimah, and I'm coming to you regularly, two times a week, giving you information to help you be a mindful Muslimah living by the Sunnah, achieving your dreams and your aspirations, but still holding on to your identity. In this podcast, we talk about topics that you guys ask me to talk about, which is mostly things related to organization, life hacks, relationships, parenting, homeschooling, career, everything from under the sun that you guys are going through as modern Muslim women. And I just wanted to say welcome if I haven't already welcomed you. If you're new to this podcast, thank you so much. And don't forget that about 95% of this, the content, the topics that I cover are from you. Mostly people are DMing me in Instagram at MindfulMuslimah. You'll find me there. And they're sending me their suggestions for podcasts. And you would be shocked while you might think you're the only one asking for that, how many women are asking for the same thing. And I turn those requests into podcasts, Alhamdulillah. Kind of like the one we have today. I'm super excited to bring to you the topic we have where I'm going to start to reveal exactly how I have the great success that I do during Ramadan. And like I said in the intro, it is not by chance. This is 20 years of me just refining this process. And matter of fact, I have tons of freebies to share with you, access to a ton of bonuses on topics, like I said, that you guys have been requesting and what I've done right now because I'm not going to like uh, kind of release them for another week or two is I've created a waiting list a Ramadan recharge waiting list and basically in this uh, waiting list once you get on you're going to get um, access to how to receive all of my free tips my freebies my Ramadan community access bonuses and my master plan on how I have a successful Ramadan so if you are interested in that I put the link for that into the um, show notes so you can get um, on the waiting list right away so that if anything I send out, you'll know right away for Ramadan. So check that one out. Okay, so today before I start the podcast, I want to do what I always do, which is give a shout out. Now today, I have really, really been connecting with an amazing sister and she goes by the IG handle Words Behind a Smile. And she, the reason I'm really interested and I love this sister is because she's young, but she is so passionate and she is out there as a professional woman doing things to help the Muslim community in a way that I haven't seen. It's She has a quite an interesting... Um, and really just a beautiful flair. She's also just a gorgeous woman, obviously. But besides that, there there are a lot of um, intentional things that she does that just really has truly impressed me. And, um, you know, she has shared tons of my content on her IG stories. And I just want to say thank you to her. And thank you so much as a young Muslim woman for putting such an effort and a focus on uplifting our women in our community in general. Jazakum lahou So if you do want to get a shout out on my podcast, you just share any of my content on your IG stories or um, on YouTube. YouTube. YouTube, you can share my YouTube stuff on on Instagram, whatever it is, because I get notified when you tag me and then you might have an opportunity to get a shout out on the podcast. Okay, so today I'm going to share with you these four things that I'm doing right now. Now, the first three are for everyone. The fourth one might be for some women and not others, but either way, I'm telling you, these are the things that get me results. It is not by chance, sisters, so let me share with you exactly what I'm talking about. By the way, last thing to say, if you're interested in visuals, I'm super excited to say that my 2019 Ramadan preparation video has um, most of what i'm talking about today so you'll get to see my cute little kids i have five alhamdulillah but two of my smallest are in the video you'll get to see me actually doing a lot of what i'm talking about like in real life in the youtube video i've linked that below as well so after this go ahead and enjoy that inshallah bismillah okay so the first thing i'm doing this time of the year to get myself ready for ramadan is i am running errands Guys, I can tell you that when you have nothing to do during Ramadan because you have taken care of all of it before Ramadan, your head is clear and you're able to be so much more focused and the opportunity for success is literally at your feet. One of the biggest things I hear in Ramadan other than obviously people struggling with the obvious like physical bit of fasting is just people getting distracted by all the things they have to do and they don't They don't feel like their life is organized in a way where they can actually focus. That overwhelm kind of sets in. And this kind of defeats that and it has it all knocked out. So I never have that issue in Ramadan literally because of the four things I'm talking about today. And this is a huge, huge part. So when I say errands, let me tell you what I'm talking about. Like I might have some doctor appointments that I know I need to get in so that I'm not doing anything during Ramadan except focusing on ibadah, which is worship, right? And maybe like I have, for example, um, like some paperwork, like, oh my gosh, you know, like the annoying paperwork, maybe I have to get something notarized. I have to make errands and run things around. Maybe my kids have things that they have needed to buy for them and I haven't. Like many of you know, I recently moved into a new house. So the YouTube video there is my old house, but still I'm going to do a new set of videos for this Ramadan coming out more towards the end of the month but the, um, the truth is when you move into a new house, there's tons of things to do. So I have some loose ends that I want to tie up in terms of things that I wanted to buy or things that I needed to just get in place. And so running errands for purchasing things, running around. So literally during Ramadan, I'm doing no running around every year. You'll see that in my, my, my little video. Um, and inshallah ta'ala, I gave you even more examples of other things that I'm trying to do and look for. Okay. So number one is get those errands done. Go open your planner, see what you haven't done the past couple months that you have been procrastinating about and you know we all got some procrastination at some level right because we're human right so get those things done and inshallah to Allah, you will feel so much more available for Ramadan and worship Okay, so now after I've got the errands done, the other thing I'm doing is some deep cleaning. Once again, as a woman, I mean, let's just be real about it. When your house is clean and organized or your office or your bedroom, how do you feel right after, right? You're like... Uh, That's the way you're going to feel in Ramadan if you do these things. You're going to feel like, wow, for once in my life, I can actually focus on what I need to focus, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and my self-development. I'm telling you guys. That's the way I feel. So I'm sharing these with you because I want you to know it's totally possible. And if you do live in the house with other people, which I do get, and you don't have control of your entire space, don't let yourself tell yourself that that's an excuse to not fix what I'm talking about right now because there is some level of control at some level in where you are even if it's like you have just one room in the house or whatever you can get something organized in a better state so that you can have more focus in Ramadan inshallah viznathadim. So you're gonna see me in my video like I'm deep cleaning my house and I'm going through all types of things I'm maybe getting rid of clothes I don't need I'm emptying out those closets that we've been avoiding whatever it is Um, I'm going through my kitchen and and I'm going to do actually a full-on kitchen Ramadan prep thing because, you know, the kitchen is a really important time in Ramadan, you know, in a place in Ramadan. It's just like you spend so much time in the kitchen whether you mean it or not. And so especially when you're a mom, and if you're not a mom, you know, you still need to get your food, right? But um, when you are a mom, it's just such a demand. And I don't want you trapped in the kitchen, and that's why I'm going to be giving you all these tips so you can actually have time for yourself. And I know some women, they've gotten to the point where they're like, look, been there, done that, tried so many times to have time for myself it's just not possible i'm sorry i'm gonna challenge you and say it is and i'm telling you with all the things i'm going to offer up this ramadan between my community that i'm going to put on facebook i'm going to be going live regularly giving you guys inspiration i have tons of bonus ebooks and freebies and 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 access to things and um, giveaways and like all this stuff that is going to give you just the information that you need to understand that you can feel pumped about ramadan and you can find success but i will say the caveat is some of that pre-work which is right now so yeah you're going to be doing deep cleaning in your house and you're going to see in the end that you're going to see a huge difference in your ability to focus in ramadan Check out the video, like I said, for even more details. All right. Oh, by the way, before I, I, um, finish with this part and I move on to the third one I want to tell you so many of you have been asking me about um like meal prep and planning and now if you are gonna ask me in Ramadan for my recipes I'm gonna be totally honest because I'm creating so many things for you guys this Ramadan I really want you to have things at your fingertips in your actual hand not just my words through a podcast I want success for you the same way I've had for my family I'm focusing on a lot of that so I'm not gonna have a ton of recipes yes I have a couple up on YouTube yes I will be making a couple more but like it's my ultimate goal to be honest to give you like a Ramadan book with just like full of my favorites and things that are just going to be delicious and wholesome and kind of nostalgic but at the same time not hard for you based on how I approach things and I I am a person I'm like a farm to table person I'm very minimal it's the same thing with my house organization I really keep minimal things I'm not huge into knickknacks and this and that and that's because one like who wants to clean all that and two when you have kids things get destroyed and three I feel like if you just have a couple small things that you like in your house, like main items and you invest in them, like you're going to see in my new house, I have more high priced items, but I only buy what I need. And I only buy a couple and I and I put more money into them because I want them to last a lifetime or at least as long as I could get out of them with my family, right? But I'm not going to invest time just like binge shopping and a whole bunch of random things that I don't need just so I can fill up my house. And, you know, sometimes there are deeper things with that. I only buy what I need. And I think that also goes for Islam. You know, the Prophet, peace be upon him, he only had what he needed. But at the same time, going back to the meal planning, I did put a link in the show notes for how I do a seasonal meal planning and you guys have been telling me those of you who got it how much you have loved it because legit sisters I plan once and I'm done like for the year I don't know how women do like week to week meal prep planning and monthly planning to me that is just I don't have time for that I'm sorry I'm too busy and it's too taxing and I mean people put that they're gonna do that in their mind but they don't actually end up doing it because it seems overwhelming to keep up with so I have a totally different system it's called the seasonal meal planning system I plan once for a season and I have that stuff for the rest of my life every year if I want to I could just tweak um, your recipe or so but I have a whole like index of that so you'll see how i do it and i even i'm gonna put up soon a youtube video on how i actually go through it but for now i do have it linked below so you can have access to how i plan with the instructions and everything so enjoy and please stop working so hard in the kitchen and i have a way where you could be a super mom and look like you have delicious easy to prep low price because they're they're seasonal and they're fresh and delicious and like great tasting and juicy because if you do seasonal cooking um the food quality is just so much better so you're gonna come off like a super mom with a little bit of effort it's down below so um number three let's just go on is another thing that's really really important and i just want to say like everything i'm mentioning i'm doing them all kind of simultaneously so i'm running around doing errands and i am house cleaning and i don't overwhelm myself guys i might just do like a closet a day like monday i'm going to do this closet i'm not going to tear up the whole house in one day that would be unrealistic and overwhelming so then another day i'll do these two drawers i kind of plan it like that okay the third one i do is car organization and you're like how is car organization gonna get me ready for normal Well, you wouldn't believe. I mean, I want you to think about it really fast. When you are driving in a clean car, right? you feel like ooh i can like think i'm in my car everything is chill but when you have car with like sticky gum here stuff all over the place you have like letters crammed here and there you know that you have papers and things and you know you got bags of stuff in your trunk like you don't really feel so sharp mentally i'm going to be honest right so at the end of the day it's our responsibility as women to say like what are all the places where i spend a lot of time so if you're spending a lot of time driving commuting moving i'm making all the the Major areas of my life workable, and so that's what I'm doing. So I have my car organized. Also, in Ramadan, in my in my uh, YouTube video, you'll see when I organize my car, I have things that are going to help to keep my kids um, busy. So that they're not fighting in the back of the car while i'm fasting and you know because kids i don't care what kind of a mom you are if kids are in the car for a long time they get antsy and so we have to think of ways to be creative by the way i think in that video i also am almost positive i have a link to my car organization video because in that one i show exactly what i put in my fun bags for my kids in my car and the reason like i said once again when the kids are happy mama's happy and then mama doesn't have to feel stressed out and mama can fo- focus on her fasting and her ibadah and not feeling like gosh i'm exerting all my energy to yell at my kids even though we don't want to sometimes that. of a- pure frustration because it's physically challenging we might do that but not with this system that's what i'm trying to tell you guys so please enjoy a better ramadan with all the things i'm going to give you all right the last one is number four for all the mamas out there now if you're a homeschooling mama i'm talking to you if you're not a homeschooling mama but you have little kids and you do educate them at home and have educational materials and such either way this goes for you um Yeah. And by the way, in Ramadan, inshallah ta'ala, I'm looking to have some stuff for how to deal with kids in Ramadan. No worries. This is all part of that waiting list that I'm suggesting that you get on because then I'll know who you are and I'll make sure you get all that I have for Ramadan. So if you get on the list, you'll get all the information and access for anything I put out way before everyone else. And you'll also make sure that you don't miss something because I do put things on different platforms. So don't forget that the, uh, the link is there for that. So the last one is the home organization. Okay, so homeschool. You know, if you've been homeschooling from September to now, you have been basically using a lot of stuff. Not everything gets put back where it should. So if you do homeschool during Ramadan, and I suggest that you don't stop, and I'll do a whole other podcast on that if you guys want. I don't stop homeschooling in Ramadan. And the reason is women who just take a month break and then try to go back to it Ooh, it is not easy and I know those women and they're like just to get their kids mentally back into it and physically and themselves they end up losing not just four weeks they end up losing like six weeks by the time they can get their kids back into groove also it's just not necessary to stop there's things you could do instead like I said if you guys are interested I'll let you know about that but anyway what I do in this time of year is I reorganize my stuff so that everything again feels organized that is another part of your life if you are a homeschooling Muslim mom that does get cluttered. So I declutter, I reorganize. So again, I find things easy and accessible. I don't have to wake up while I'm fasting and go, oh, I got to go in that closet where all that stuff is and I can't find anything. We are avoiding the excuses with this process, guys. From numbers one to four, from the errands to cleaning the house, to organizing the car and to organizing our homeschool stuff, we are organizing our life. So during Ramadan, we are clear headed, sharp, and we have the ability to actually have success. All right, guys, I hope these help you. This is what I'm doing behind the scenes. Maybe I will start sending you some photos on Instagram. Check my Instagram stories. Don't forget to reach out to me if you have any questions or any topics during Ramadan you want me to cover if you haven't already suggested. Allahu Khairan, guys. Oh, by the way, in Ramadan, I will be putting out three podcasts a week instead of two. So I'm hoping to connect with you even more. Thank you, guys. I will talk to you on Monday, inshallah, bismillah. rahmatullahi warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. With just over 140,000 infected and 5,000 deaths, the world is afraid. The coronavirus has not just become a pandemic, it has been something that so many are fearful. But how should we be responding as Muslims in this time of crisis? In this podcast, we're going to tell you the five things you should be doing right now to respond to the coronavirus.